What up, survivors? Welcome to D180, the horror movie podcast, taking you on a ride. Thanks for coming. I'm AJ. And I'm John A. And we come in with the third movie, giving you dark alleys, aided by red and blue lights, and all the dreamy steam you can handle. We're going to take a ride on 1990s Death by Temptation. But before all that, John A., I'm tempted to know if you've seen anything new lately but wait a minute before you answer i just want to let y'all know we're gonna keep it real with y'all we recorded this episode a little bit early so this conversation that's about to ensue if it sound like we late we ain't late baby <laughs> so like think of this as like a message from the past <laughs> <laughs> is that how that works it wouldn't be a message from the future yeah it's a message no. from the past okay but yeah you catch um, on this because I got something to tell you and you're going to get so hyped that you go first. Oh, gosh. Okay. So I watched Creep 2 last week. How did you like it? I loved it. My boyfriend hated it. Did, did he see the first one? No. Oh, okay. I so mean, you I kind was, of don't really need to see the first Yeah, you don't need to. Uh-huh. So I did have to kind of explain some parts to him so mm-hmm. that he kind of would get it. But he was more yeah. so like, what the fuck do you have me watching? And he was I mean, like, what type of creep shit is this? And then he got mad at the end of the movie. And he was like, see, this is why I don't let you choose the movies. Because you have horrible taste in movies. What? Excuse okay, you. No, 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 no. Because first of all. First of all, let me read you real quick, Mr. Sir. When you told my good sis you didn't want to watch the movie we talking about today, I almost wanted to come at you because you <laughs> and the main character kind of look alike. So I just felt like you wanted to see yourself on screen. So I was looking out for you. I'm going to send him this too. I'm going to be like, hey, listen to this. Because uh-huh. he be asking me all the time. He was like, so what do y'all talk about in the podcast? And I explained the format. Why you, first of all, first of all, uh-uh, I need to He hasn't listened to it. Fan. He hasn't listened to it. So I explained nope. the format. I, I swear, girl. So I explained to him the format and how we, like, do things. And he was like, oh, okay. And I talked to him. I was like, you know, I be talking about you all the time. And he's like, what do you be saying? I said, well, you got to listen to it in order to hear what I be talking right. about. It's the whole ride. You basically a character here now at the park. Honestly. <laughs> but yeah, he didn't want to watch Death by Temptation. So, and then honestly, I couldn't find it. He has Roku. I hate Roku. We all about yeah. the Fire Stick over here, so it was easier for me to find it on Fire Stick, especially because I with mm-hmm. it was like the free seven day trial with AMC Plus. Yeah, so I can watch it at his house. I was like, where is the movie? So, so yeah, I watched it on my own. But yeah, watch Creep Two. I loved it. Not the whole entire movie, but I was definitely cracking up laughing. And I was like, oh, she gave him a run for his money. Yeah, look, okay, y'all, if you ain't seen Creep 2, skip ahead like about one minute because I'm about to say something real quick. First of all, that girl was running him, okay? She was. She was running. <laughs> I loved every second of it. I was just like, look, in the whole part, like when he tried to like embarrass her by making her stand in front of him naked, she ate that. Ate it up. Exactly. Nope. The way I can say is that at the end, Brandon was pissed off because he was just like, so why didn't she just check to make sure that the body was dead, that he was dead before going about her life? Because <laughs> at that point, like, shit, that was traumatic. I'm just trying to get fucked, okay? <laughs> I know I always be saying double tap, but that's when it comes to slashers and stuff. When it comes to this found footage, 
anything can happen. Listen, okay. I yeah, he was, but he was trying to get me to watch this movie. Um, he was talking about it, and he really wanted me to watch it, but he couldn't find it. It's called the autobiography of Jane Doe. No, the autopsy. I'm sorry. The autopsy. The autopsy. Of- yeah. So he said he loved it, and I, I was that one movie. of those movies that actually scared him. So he was trying to find it so that I can watch it because he wanted this, me to be scared. Dang, this it is that movie is streaming. I can't think of where to tell you it's streaming right now, but that movie's definitely streaming. It Just wasn't like, on Netflix. So here's the thing. No, he pulled up so he pulled up Netflix on his phone and it popped up on his phone, but then when he went to go pull it up on the TV, it didn't pop up. So he was so confused. I don't like that. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh. Dang, they must have. Oh, it was on Prime, and it's not. Oh yeah, he don't have Prime. So. Yeah, but actually, you, no, um, he does have Prime. He get on my nerves. Maybe he just. I don't know. Maybe he just couldn't find it because I know they definitely just took Hereditary off not too long ago, like a couple of months ago. So it could be a chance that it's not on there anymore and it's just not updated online. So. I'll give him some slack on that, but I ain't giving him no slack on that. No, so you better listen to every episode. <laughs> Number one fan. I'm going to send it to this one. Once he posts this, I'm going to send it to him. We're like, I'm actually going to beat you up. <laughs> I am. You better let him know about me. I fight niggas. But I no. Do. So <laughs> outside of Creek 2, I've just been, um, I'm still binging Vampire Diaries. I'm in season seven Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Is that many? <laughs> it's eight seasons. So yes, I'm on <gasps> season. Yeah. So I'm on season seven now. It's been a long journey of trying to get through Vampire Diaries. Um, I just wrapped up Pose. So now that's over. And I'm. This season was so sad. I, ooh, ooh, I, I wish I, I would have so known that they love the our Afro horror friends. They love watching Pose. They be having watch parties and all of that. I mean, I don't watch it. I watched the first season and I don't know what happened. I think like the season started and I just fell off from it. So I just didn't want to hold nobody up, but I would have let you know. Yeah, the season finale was yesterday and mm-hmm. I watched it. Girl, I never cried so much in my life. Um, yeah, this whole season. Of, I was just sitting there like, I have no idea what's going on. They was all freaking out. I'm like, this whole know. entire season was like really, really sad. And I was just like, why would they do this to us? That's what I heard. I'm like, dang, I was really over here crying. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so sad. Was it um, like how I was crying at the end of WandaVision? Speaking of. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Are you, you ready for me to tell you what I've seen? Oh, one more thing. I'm also wrapping up Lucifer. I only have two more episodes and I'm done with Lucifer. Like, all of Lucifer. So I'm kind of sad about that because I love that show. And I think that is it. Oh, and Black Lightning is done. All my little CW shows are wrapping up. Uh -uh. (laughs) It's going into the summertime. We ain't got nothing to watch. Everybody (laughs) else said. Right. But Loki comes on today. Loki, yes. I haven't watched it yet, so don't say anything. I'm not going to say nothing. I haven't watched it yet either. Okay. So after we wrap up today, I'm going to watch Loki. So I'm excited. Deal. I will too. Okay. Um, Speaking of tears, I finally watched Infinity War and Endgame. And what the fuck did y'all not tell me? 
Oh, Why? Sorry. Wait, oh my gosh. Okay, look, listen. So you watched. No, uh, I'm the late one. But just in case anyone was like me and hasn't seen it, please skip. Maybe like. Did you watch Infinity War or Endgame? Both. Oh, I'm sorry. Both. Sis. Um, okay, so skip ahead. Maybe like three, four minutes, because I need. I'm starting to tear up again. You freaking knew I liked Vision. And I had to sit there and watch Vision disintegrate. And then I had to watch Groot, Black Panther, and fucking Peter Parker. My spider plant is named after Peter Parker. And I had to sit there and watch that baby say he feels weird and disintegrate. Do you know I had to get a whole ice pack? I canceled everything for the rest of the day, just like I did at the end of WandaVision. Then, I mean, when they came back in Endgame. Okay, yes. But then I lost Tony. Yeah, that and, one was final. And, and, and the Black Witch got fucking dropped. And I, and that whole scene already. Oh, you mean Black Widow? Mean. Yeah, I'm sorry. I said Black Witch. I'm hype right now, y'all. Sorry. But yes, I. I'm actually kind of mad about how um, the pandemic played out because Black Widow's movie was supposed to have been came out. Okay. And they kept pushing it back and pushing it back. The pandemic happened. And then it was supposed to drop May 9th or something. And it still mm -hmm. hasn't dropped. And they pushed it back again. So at this point, whenever it pops up on the app, is whenever it pops up on the app. And that's when I'm yeah. going to watch Black Widow. But at this point, it's kind of like we're out of that phase. Because I think that was like her movie was supposed to be in phase three of mm -hmm. the MCU and we don't wrapped up that whole entire phase and since she did there's no there, like there's nothing else you can do with her story yeah and that's what people okay so okay I got theories but you know I don't know shit I just be coming up with shit on my ass but I'm wondering like is this Loki series going to like it's a part of the multiverse yes is it going to do something about that? Yes, that's why I'm just like, hmm. Well, I don't know Who's if it's going to do anything about her death, but I know that he's, I think he might start fucking up some shit. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to just shut my mouth. But, but I'm excited because yes. I love Tom. Oh my gosh. Like, yes. low key, I like, I like villains. So everybody normally don't like villains, but I love villains. And low Actually, key, I don't know. I think, nigga, I like Freddy Krueger and Chucky. <laughs> I think yes. as a horror fan, as horror people in horror, we I think we like the villains. <laughs> like, I think that's who we here for. And it was like everybody was mad, like because I was in the room that day when um they were voting on who was right in Civil War, and it was like Captain America versus Iron Man, and I was like, you know, I got to stick up for Cap because I like my man's buggy. Like I know everybody was rooting for Iron Man, but I'm like, no, we're going also, with Cap. Also, speaking of Captain America, we started watching uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Girl, his name that is not America's ass. <laughs> but we only I ain't got real real far because we just decided that we was gonna watch it because we had just finished. Anger <laughs> okay, anger. so but I need that you, is not America's ass. I need you when she finish. <laughs> when she finish. I need to hear your opinions on how you feel about Black Falcon, not Black Falcon Lord. <laughs> Anthony Mackie? No, Falcon, oh. the entire series, like that series. Oh, okay. gotcha, gotcha. At, once you get to the end, I want you to oh. tell me how you feel because yes, the replacement. <laughs> it's like, what if, first of all, it looked like, 
first of all, okay, you know the granddaddy from Up. That's what he looked like. Like, he just dressing up. Like, this is Halloween. Like, baby, get out. Have you seen oh. The Boys? Uh-uh. On Amazon Prime? Okay, never mind. I'm not going to give you that reference then. But for those who have seen The Boys, this new cat was giving Homelander vibes. And that's all I'm going to say. Oh, <laughs> but I have, you know what? Before we move on, because I know y'all probably like, damn, y'all just been talking and talking and talking. Yeah, we ain't seen each other in a minute. We missed each other. <laughs> anyway, um, girl, I watched this fucking Conjuring movie. Oh, don't. Okay, so don't tell me about it. I haven't seen it yet. Well, I guess you can tell by my tone how I feel. And you're not the only, because I, when I see somebody talk about it, I scroll past it real fast. Mm-hmm. I've seen mixed reviews. I've seen some people say they love it. Some people say that they hate it and they should have kept it. Um, but my brother, Caleb, y'all know Caleb is the one who watched the horror movies with me. He already hit me up and was like, hey, can I come to your house so we can watch Conjuring? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because we watched all of the movies together. The only movies that we didn't watch were Annabelle together, because you know I don't do dolls. Right. So I haven't seen any of the Annabelle movies. And he's like, you need to watch Annabelle. But no, we don't. watched the the nun ones, all the nun ones, even the the, the one that's in Spanish and it was so. La Llorona. Yeah, that one was trash. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I haven't even, the thing is, I haven't even seen it. I just, like, okay, so this is how I do. I do, I don't, obviously, you know, I don't do trailers. When people talk about it, I tell them immediately. I'm like, I haven't seen this movie. So if you can please avoid spoilers, do that for me, please. But I am listening to see if I should watch this or not. And um, you know how I already feel about the Conjuring series. I really just like the actual Conjuring movies. But even then, I just feel like if, and this is no shade to anybody, but if this is your kind, it's your kind. And that's cool. It's just not for me. If you a person that just like jump scares, jump scares, <laughs> and jump scares, then I understand why you like this. And um, Damn. yeah, so I mean, like the whole nothing but jump scares. Whole, I'm not even. I'm not even just talking about three because I'm trying to think. Did three even have jump scares, or I'm a, or am I just this desensitized that I just. You know, no, 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 no. Something did make me jump. And I think it was something that wasn't supposed to make me jump. But I just think I was just like all up in the sauce. But see, you know. that's why I don't watch movies with my mama. Because she will jump and scream at everything. And oh, I'm no. like, okay, <laughs> you, I'm not jumping and screaming at the movie. I'm jumping and screaming because you're jumping and screaming just scared the shit out of me. Yeah. And I think, I think it was like a fake jump scare that I should have well known knew was coming, but I think like I was just so like, cause I will say there's parts of the story that I was interested in that I'm like, um, I kind of want to watch that movie and not the one you're giving me right now. That's what I'm saying. If you're out there, you know what I'm talking about, but you know, I'm gonna say something nice about the movie. Lorraine <laughs> had nice belts, really nice belts. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful, Beautiful gowns. gowns. Her <laughs> skirts were matching Ed's tie. Oh no. <laughs> no. I'm yeah, sad. Like I'm a little too. sad now. No, I mean like you might still like it, but I just, you know me, like you you know me. I'm just I'm just like I right, y'all, y'all have fun. I'm gonna let and the y'all kids know I love cake. the conjuring. I'ma let the kids eat cake. Oh, gosh. <laughs> 
I'm gonna stop fucking with you. I got your park recommendations ready. Girl, I act like we don't do park recommendations every single week. And okay, now I'm ready. <laughs> Hold on one second because. Ma'am. Huh? Ma'am. What's wrong? Fucking Billy Zane just liked our picture on Instagram. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought it was like a fan page and I wasn't even gonna say nothing. And y'all know I love him. I'm about to screenshot it and send it to y'all. Let me breathe. Okay, let's get back to the park recommendations. I hope you listen to the episode. <laughs> so I can hear so he can hear me talk about <laughs> I like his voice. <laughs> <laughs> I was really fangirling over his voice. <laughs> Listen, because I'm just saying, I just like the one part when you was dancing with Jada, even though you had a flame with PP. Like, it's okay. Oh my gosh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, let me stop playing. Okay, reset. Okay. So for your park recommendations, guys, if you want to see Death by Temptation, it is streaming on Shutter. Um, and you know what? I wasn't gonna do this because at, you know what? This is a black film. I'm not doing that. It's on Shutter. Go give the people their coins. Go do that. Anyway, um, if you and AMC like, uh, Plus, thank you, thank you. If you like this movie, or if you want to find something similar. My first recommendation would be A Vampire in Brooklyn, which Kadeem Hardison is in. And I actually have something to say about that towards the very, very end. But so I thought, fine. so actually, I felt like that was going to be one of our movies this month. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I got something else planned for that. You got to show love to the vampires. Especially because it's, it's actually a lot of black vampires, too. So I was just like, oh, they might just have to have their own time because... We got him, we got Blade, we got Akasha, we got Grace Jones. You know, I like vampires. I did not know that. Clearly, because I'm sitting here watching the originals, legacies, vampire diaries. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Well, duh. You're watching vampire diaries. And what? What was it? An interview with a vampire? I really liked that movie growing up. I will always watch it every time I come home. I do like that movie. Your second movie is you've seen this movie i know you have it's jennifer's body another female succubus um oh you haven't no i didn't I Jennifer's body. i was like no she's had to have seen that you'll like it oh well she, it's on my list you know, though i just haven't well watched i'm it. gonna i mean you can watch it whenever you want but now that i know that we're definitely gonna put it in season two because i freaking enjoy this movie um i will say like some of it is is might not have aged well quote unquote but i mean you know i'm the type of person that i could just still enjoy things so yes jennifer's body i'm still stuck on the fact that he actually liked our photo what did he do search the uh hashtag? well no i tagged yeah that's what i was like he had to <laughs> i'm still tripping off that like I ain't cool, babe. I'm about to tag you at every single one when a new episode drops. Because y'all be like, you said this is pre-recorded, but listen, I just hope you listen to the episode. Cause please do. 
Listen. So you hear me fangirl. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Uh, it needs to happen. People need to be appreciated and given their flowers while they're here. So right. come listen to us. Gush. But um, I know for both of us, this was our first time watch watching this movie. And you know, I'm not being funny. I was expecting this to be deemed a doozy. Now for the survivors out there, y'all probably wonder when do we actually deem a movie a doozy? We both have to equally not like the movie. I so, think we've only had one doozy. Yeah, I think we only had one and I can't even remember what it was. I think it might have been Honeymoon. No, it wasn't Honeymoon. It was it wasn't. Um, the the one, it was one of the kids in horror. Ooh. It oh, was, was this um, her? It wasn't Alice Sweet Alice and Mikey, and it wasn't Rhoda. It was the good son because yeah, it was the good son. And I think Honeymoon was a doozy too, because I didn't like Honeymoon. And I that's felt I terrible. Like, that's so why I'm like, I too. think I'm like, I think Honeymoon was a doozy. I maybe I can go back and see, but I'm not sure. So we're not gonna yeah, get okay. This so we one. uh we gave the good son 54 and 50. So we said oh, that yeah. was a doozy, and then honeymoon. I think I gave it a 57 and you gave it mm-hmm. a 20. You gave it a 20. Oh, I gave it a 20. Yeah, I'm like, I ain't giving it a 20 for you. Well, I gave Honeymoon a 20. My bad. <laughs> I ain't like you. No, I felt so bad. I was apologizing all throughout the, the beginning of the movie. Go back and listen to Honeymoon so you can hear us. It's crazy because the director, Lee Janiak of Honeymoon, she's actually doing the Fear Street series that's coming out in July. And the trailer oh, actually Netflix? just dropped. Yeah, I cannot wait. I haven't watched the trailer. You know, I tend to stay away from trailers nowadays. Yeah, I mean, see, since this is a series, I was just like, okay, hopefully they don't do nothing stupid. But that trailer wasn't too bad. Okay, so the only um, trailers that I end up watching is it say, for instance, I'm watching something on the CW app. Or if I'm watching something on Hulu and then there's a commercial break, then that's the only time that I see trailers nowadays. Yeah. But I don't actively be searching for trailers. Yeah, no, no, no. You already know how to do. And the only reason, the only reason I watched the Conjuring trailer, but I will say this, it did not upset me because I thought it was giving something away and it didn't. So I will. That's another nice thing that I can say. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I watched the Conjuring trailer. Again, it was on accident. It came on Hulu commercial break. Yeah, like but ten times. Like, you know, it literally, it's not even. It's not even spoilery. It's not. So it's it's a decent trailer. I thought it was because I said, "Dang, y'all definitely just showed me a whole lot. Y'all just showed me a few little scares that probably would have been better in the movie had I not seen it." But nope, not spoilery at all. Good. Let's talk about the director, the producer. The writer. And the writer. The main character. James All Mom, the bros. The third. And you know what's funny? Mm-hmm. You want to know what I think of every time I hear James Bond third? The actual James Bond? No, Mean Girls. You don't remember no. the Kevin G rap? Yes, that's what I say. You know what? <laughs> that's why I had, because at first I was like, what? And then it popped in my head and I said, sis. Cody's about to have a field day with that. <laughs> hey, Cody. Hi, Cody. <laughs> I was going to wrap it, but I'll refrain. <laughs> you might as well. Cody probably done finished at this point. 
and five, six, seven, go. Are you sucker MCs? They got nothing on me for my grace. Mm. My logic can't touch Kevin G. I'm a mathlete. The nerd is inferred, but forget what you heard. I'm like James Bond III. She's shaking. I said I'm giving a pour. The G silent when I sneak in your door. I make love to your woman on the bathroom floor. I'm um, playing like Shaggy. You know it was me. Cause the next time you see her, she be like, Oh, Kevin G. <laughs> Mean Girls is my movie. <laughs> and I, every time the movie comes on, I quote the whole entire movie. So for your birthday movie and our anniversary month, are you picking that or Grease? Well, you ain't telling me right now. You, you know, honestly, I don't know. Because I have Because so you know you can pick any movie. I know. Horror movie. I'll figure it out. We got how many months? Girl, the summer <laughs> is moving quick. Like October is tomorrow. Not tomorrow. That's how we feel. I'm like, when I be looking at the themes and like taking off our movies and like, okay, getting ready for the next one. I'm like, dang, like, that's three more sleeps and we about to be in July. Like, Not three more sleeps. You know I'm dramatic. I can't help it. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Mr. James Bond III. Uh, when he came up with the concept for this movie, he wanted to blend like black exploitation and horror together. And I don't know if you've like delved into black exploitation films, but you know, like Pam Greer, all those, like all of that. So um, I think he does a good job, but originally this film was just supposed to be called Temptation, but in effort to like appeal to us, they added the death by Temptation. Yes. And if y'all out there, if some of y'all are clueless because I, I actually came across somebody that did not get the joke and I was like wow and they were older than us and I was like oh okay not, and not even like they were like the right appropriate age to understand this and I was just like how don't you is not the Miss J Alexander mean like I, uh, yeah but yeah <laughs> <laughs> so then death was a well death in this sense is a play on the words like death, death. jam right like so instead of D-E-F they're talking about D-E-A-T-H. So it's literally death by temptation. So then the word death, B-E-F, meant like tight, tough, lit, mm -hmm. cool, like whatever awesome, whatever positive thing you wanted to describe it as. So now you know, but also this is a trauma film. And I know you're probably not familiar with trauma. If I have any trauma survivor fans, you guys know, but, um, I'm just going to give a little brief history because we'll save it for if we ever like do a movie like Class of Newcomb High or like Toxic Avenger or something. But basically, Trauma Entertainment is uh, they're known for like parodies, gore and splatter, like out there horror comedies. A lot of them play on 1950s horror, but it's like out there horror comedy. So that's trauma. And I guess one day, whenever that day is, we will get to it. But let's talk about this cast. Yes, so like we said, we have James Bond III. He is starring as Joel Garth. We have Mr. Kadeem Hardison as Kay. Samuel L. Ja blah, blah. Samuel L. Jackson as Minister Garth, which is Joel's daddy. Can I talk about him for real quick? There's a few people I want to talk about because, well, see, because this is the thing, like, I'll save that one. But for, for Samuel L. Jackson, like, this was early. Like, he was calling himself Sam Jackson. <laughs> like, this was early. Him. Yeah, this is early. You know, like, 
um, Jungle Fever hadn't come out yet, so his character Gator, like that breakthrough role, wasn't a thing yet. It was some interesting research for me. He did seven roles before this film, right? And we probably like I'm familiar with him, like Eddie Murphy's Raw, Coming to America when he was like the stick of dude, School Days, and Do the Right Thing. So then. Um, after Death by Temptation, seven roles later was when he got the role of Gator. That was like his breakout role. And I just thought that was so cool. You know, I like the number seven. I can't help it. Like, yeah. Seven. I'll save my, I'll save my other tidbits at the end because it relates to everybody in this Dagnall movie. So. <laughs> so we have Bill Nunn as Dougie, Cynthia Bond as Temptress, and then Minnie Gentry as Grandma. So literally everybody except Cynthia Bond, no relations to James Bond, was in school days. James Bond played Monroe. Kadeem played Edge. Bill Nunn. First of all, Bill Nunn is Radio Raheem from Do the Right Thing. So yes, and rest in peace because he passed a few years ago. But Mm -hmm. he also plays Grady in school days. And then, you know, Samuel L. Jackson, um, college ain't shit. You gonna (laughs) be like, yeah, you know, yeah. He was in school days. And then, of course, grandma also in <laughs> school days. Like, <laughs> it was like a big production family. But the thing about it is um, this film took a lot of string pulling. Like, first of all, it was shot some of it. Like, I think the Temptress scenes. Actually, you know, I don't know. It might have been any scene that was in the house. I'm not sure because I might have to double check that. But they were shot in Brooklyn and they used Lawrence Fishburne's house for many scenes like his apartment so that's why i think like a lot of the apartment scenes are like his place and then like i was saying earlier you know most of the set is from school days and how that happened is um well i mean he was in the film so you know you make friends and you network that way but he also got funding from hush management not to be confused with hush records guys i know there's another one but no this is a different one this one was created before 1985 and that's the reason why we have all of these musical guests in this movie so we got melba moore who actually her husband i believe was the owner of hush management so that's all of that and then you got freddie jackson playing himself and you got Najee playing himself and last thing i probably got to say about this is when this came out they refused to put this on the shelves why there's an interview with Ernest Dickerson and y'all probably recognize that name because I brought him up a few times and I literally did not mean to do this on purpose. This is, I didn't even know. He's had a hand in every movie we've talked about this month, except for Tales from the Hood. And I thought he had something to do with Tales and I still do. I don't know if he did one of the vignettes or I don't know, I feel like he did, but I think my memory is splicing the documentary Horror Noir where he and Rusty Condor are talking together. And that's that's what I think I'm thinking of. But there's an interview with Ernest Dickerson talking about like how rough of a time they had like advertising this movie. And I mean, it makes sense because like I said, like I literally had no idea this existed until a few months ago. Yeah, I didn't know until you put it on the list. 
Right. And I was just like, I mean, you know, I'm thinking it's just going to be like one of those play movies, but this is actually, you know, it's something else. It's something. But <laughs> it's something. <laughs> I'll link, I'm going to link the um, interview with Ernest Dickerson at the bottom, as well as the horror noir documentary that's available on Shutter. It's everything blackity black, black, black about horror. And I think everybody should see it. So there you go. But enough about that. We'll talk about this later. You ready to go to the queue line? Yes, ma'am. Oh, let's hit it then. Howdy, survivors. Please keep your tips and limbs inside the vehicle and remain seated at all times. Hang on to your personal belongings, especially your minds and spines. Because this here's a wild ride. I have a game for you today. A game? Yes. So what I tried to do the last time was, you know, make it related to a thing. Well, this week I failed. So, <laughs> failed. So basically with this quiz, I'm going to give you a sentence and you have to pick the second creepy sentence you think it's best. Second? Yes. Okay. It's like Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> yeah, you gotta pick the second creepy one. Not the first creepy one. The second creepy one. Okay. All right. So once you finish this, it will reveal which horror genre you are. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay. So here's the sentence. Be cool, stay in school. Here's your choices. The first choice, once the doors close, there are no rules. The second choice, there's a madman on the loose. The third choice, said the bodiless voice down the hall. Said the bodiless voice down the hall. All right, next one. Here's a sentence. I don't have many friends. Here are your choices. The first one, I ate them all. The second one, but I'd like some more, said the ghost. The third one, since they all disappeared in the woods. Oh, damn. I'm not a cannibal. Sorry, Justine. But I want some more. Do I want to do that? But I want some more. Do I want to get it? No, you know what? I'm the final girl. Them niggas disappeared in the woods. <laughs> I told them. All right, sometimes you just have to grin and bear it. First choice, because there's no getting out of this reverse bear trap. Second choice, said the creepy clown. Third choice, how else will you get out of this haunted house? For some reason, I like to play on words. So I wanna go with the first one. <laughs> I worked so hard. This is the choices, the first choice. Peeling off the skin of all of my victims. The second choice, but I'm never escaping this coffin. The third choice, because the devil told me to. You know what? The conjure made me mad, so I'm not picking that third one. Um, but I'm not skinning people either, and I I'm not getting stuck in a coffin. Like, uh-uh, suffocating vibes, can't breathe. Damn, I gotta go with the third one. I work so hard because the devil tells me to. Okay. Yes. We work ourselves to the bone. First choice. And they use it as decoration later. Second choice, which is all we're made of. Third choice, forever and ever and ever. Um, which we use for decorations later. Yes. <laughs> Talk about authentic authenticity. All right. My sister needs to talk. First choice. The thing is, she's been dead for 10 years. The second choice, but I don't have a sister. The third choice, too bad her mouth's sewn shut. 
So Too bad her mouth is soon closed. <laughs> Should've shut up. Oh my god. Okay. I always admired her looks. So I took her face for myself. Or her face. considering she's been dead for centuries. Or watching her outside the window. Damn, not stalker vibes. <laughs> um yeah, I think we're going to go with stalker vibes because I don't want to cut someone's pretty face off and I don't want to stare at a dead face. So, yeah. <laughs> Alone in the morgue, I hear little footsteps, but I can't see anyone. Or I turn and see hundreds of little children. Or, and then the screaming starts. You know what? I feel like if I did see a hundred kids, they would actually follow me and I could I feel like I might be able to run them hoes. So little kids ain't hoes, but you know. Um Yeah, I'm gonna go with that one because I just feel like they would probably look at me and just think I'm so nice and they wouldn't hurt me. So yeah. Or would they? I don't know. If we in the morgue, they know they know I'm in here strictly for business. <laughs> All um, right. <laughs> I probably helped a lot of y'all look very nice for y'all big day to heaven. So I swear. I, <laughs> I swear I woke up, but I know I'm not dreaming. But no one can hear me screaming. Or she said watching herself sleep. Or but I can't open my eyes. Oh, she said while watching herself sleep because that's scary. <laughs> History repeats itself. He said looking at the back of his own head. Or were the last words he read before seeing the ghost of his father. Or just like a serial killer. I do enjoy me a serial killer, but I still like that first one. Because if I ever look in the mirror and see the back of my head like that little girl in us, I'm going to be pissed. And be pissed. And your genre is gore. Oh, wow. You're not <laughs> squeamish. In fact, you've got a strong stomach for this kind of thing. Yeah, that's a, that sounds about right. I mean, the thing is, like, I don't actively go seeking gore horror movies. Because the thing is, a lot of people got to understand there is a difference between blood and gore. Like, you know, um... This movie kind of straddles that middle line because you know it get it does get a little bit gory, but not literally okay. just one part. Literally, I just really one don't part. consider it gory only because the blood looks like paint, and then that's the other thing: the color of the blood doesn't make it gory. <laughs> like if it was bloody, like like it, I know you ain't seen it yet, but it ain't no, not it. Let's talk about what was the one that I, I that was had me looking crazy. What excision? No, it wasn't excision. And what Justine? All in blood. No, I was looking at Justine crazy. Well, no, I was trying to. Well, that's not gore either. Like I could show you a gory movie. You know um, I can't. Like nothing. I don't think anything we've watched so far. And I'm trying to recall without looking at the list. I don't think Evil Dead. Um, oh yeah. Okay, there you go. That's gore. Yeah. Yep. And all that diamond blood right on the head. That's gore right there. Everything goes very me. I'm with you when you write. <laughs> that was the only thing. 
It's okay. The thing it's about uh, excision, I was not excision. Teeth. What? No. Dang. Justine. Bruh. Yes. I just didn't like the fact that I didn't know that she was a cannibal and I was trying to eat. Well, um, I mean, we can ride out. You ready to step on? I am ready. Well, guys, when we come back, we're going to be taking a ride on 1990s Death by Temptation. His destiny had been foretold. Its fate had been forewarned. He did not know that something so sweet could be so evil. Now, the fate of mankind hangs in the balance as Kadeem Hardison, TV's Dwayne Wayne. This honey I met the other night was bad. Bad. Super bad. And Bill Nunn from Do the Right Thing get busy in the first contemporary horror thriller of its kind. James Bond III's Death by Temptation. She's every man's dream and your worst nightmare. She leaves with men and you never see them again. that holy water she's gonna start slobbering and farting and gagging i'm on a mission and nobody can't cramp my style so if you can't get down stay up the trip for a while i don't mean to be cruel and no death by temptation a new movie from trauma with new music by ashford and simpson melba moore Najee, and freddie jackson so the trailer i felt like showed everything yeah and I- to me, it made the movie seem better than what it was. Really? Yeah. For me? So, at first, I saw a different trailer from the one that we just heard. So, when I did get to the one that we just heard, um, I was just like, and I meant to say this earlier. So, you know, it's the narrator, and he's talking about Joel's story. But then he just immediately goes and he doesn't say this. He's like, Kadeem Hardison and Bill Nunn's Great Adventure Against Evil. I'm like, well, what about Joel? Like, we not, ain't he the main character? Like, because even in the marketing, Kadeem Hardison was on all the fucking marketing. I thought he was the main character. So did I. So when (laughs) they started showing this dude, I was like, who is this? Yeah, I'm like, who this? Like, I don't like Joel like and then like even when he was a kid I'm like is that supposed to be like baby Kadeem like is I, I don't know that's not what happens at all but then no. like the whole second half of the commercial is just music and more clips <laughs> of the movie and I mean okay y'all gonna be like well duh bitch that's what a trailer is and yes I know that but it's like the way it's done in this trailer for some reason it just seemed like it was literally just a bunch of clips like it wasn't like and they were spliced together in like so many random orders. And yeah, like, it wasn't like progressing it? the story. It was literally like a clip from the beginning of a movie, then a clip from the very end. Like, is yeah, I was just that's saying, what oh. made me think that the movie was about to be better than what it was because the way the way it was sliced. Of course, I watched the trailer after I watched the movie, but the way it was sliced up, I was like, okay, they was really 
making it seem like all these different things was happening, but no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it is a lot of things happening, but I mean, we can go ahead. Cause I mean, look first. Okay. Let me just say this. When we first opened up and we at the bar, the, you know, the first thing I noticed was that Lakers tea. And I was like, oh, you know, I love the Lakers. And I thought about it. I was like, oh, Kobe wasn't on the team yet. He didn't come along to 96. This was the 90s. So this was like, um, this was like Magic Johnson, Tony Brown, James Worthy, like all them people. Yeah. Yeah. This movie is sliced and edited really weird. So you're at this bar and you got this trifling ass bartender. Trifling trifling the phone rings we find out that it's this girl he's been fucking got her pregnant and had the nerve to be sitting there on the phone at the bar telling her to get rid of it talking about stop groveling it's unattractive right i don't care if you is paying like no no girl you need to do better no no he pissed me off told her that he didn't want to kill her no more unless she gets an abortion like you you trash and then he also, even though he offered to pay for it, he also seemed like he was a cheap nigga because he seemed like he was not for real about saying that. So, but he, then, no, the thing for me is when you hang up, you got the nerve to call another girl whose husband is out of town talking about dressing up in his clothes and being fucking kept. First of all, you weirdo. What? Weirdo. I'm like, you just asking to be shot, both of y'all. Okay. But both then I do have to say, I like the opening because the music. I was loving the music throughout this whole. I immediately, once we got done watching the movie, I downloaded the soundtracks. I loved it. <laughs> and yeah, before, the music was nice. And um, we see some nails, and you know, I was like, "Yes, nails!" Okay, so we nails have not to, done yet, but they' about to be done, and I can't wait. Listen, so we gotta talk about these nails. It's so funny because one of my great aunts, all she wore was long gold nails i have never seen her with any other color in my 28 years of life <laughs> she's That's always had gold nails long maybe she's an ancient demon with I, you know what i don't even want mm, child mm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. the whole movie those nails was screaming my great aunt I'm telling I was you. loving them. And I cannot wait till I get my nails done so I can just go clackety, clack, 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 clack. Can't wait. Clackety, clack, bad bitch is back. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. She uses her nails to get the attention of the bartender, right? And they start flirting or whatever. And she invites him to her place. Next thing you know, you see him walking up the steps to her crib and he walked right in, just like you don't got locked doors. This is New York City. Why your door not locked? So as soon as he walks in the door, he pissed me off because he starts acting cocky. Like, you're too cocky. Too cocky. And all throughout his banter, he's making himself comfortable and being mad nosy all up searching through her house. Because he's trying to figure out why she got this big ass mirror covered. She's a beautiful lady. Like, you know how we do. I'm going to look at myself any chance I get. Listen, it depends because I don't. Have I walk mirrors. past the TV. I'd be like, uh, if the TV off, I'd be like, hey, girl. Because I don't have mirrors in my time, bedroom. But... So, um, so I wasn't really surprised. Like when the whole mirror was covered, I wasn't surprised because I've heard things about having mirrors in your bedroom that you should cover them up before you go to sleep at night. So I wasn't surprised about that. And then this is what tripped me out. So he 
pulled back the little cover that's on the mirror and he checked himself out. But then he turned around and saw her not in the mirror, but, you know, saw her standing behind him and he jumped at first. This didn't make sense to me. But then later on in the movie, it makes sense. Another thing I wanted to mention, because it comes back later when she first meets him and she says her first line because he's lighting her cigarette. Right. Yeah. And she's like, you should use a cigarette lighter. The flame lasts longer. Yep. Because at first I was just thinking like, oh, she's just flirting. Like, you know how they talk about a flame between lovers. But I like the way they bring it back later. We'll talk about it. But um, first of all, uh, I thought about you. <laughs> uh-uh. Because, you know, you know, they start they start getting ready to bone, right? And, you know, she's stopping him. She's being tempting, as she should. And she leads him to the shower. They start, you know, boning in the shower. And I thought about you because the shower was black. so let me tell you about her hair though so when they first like when that intimacy first started and I was looking at her hair and I was like oh man my hair looked like that when I straightened it back in December yes I was thinking that I'm like that's why I don't straighten my hair because that's exactly what it even though I like that look I think that looks cute but I'm like that's exactly what it would look like now my roots were a little flatter but the how the well, end I mean, you know at the time it was still big hair yeah early 90s. but like the how I don't know my hair kind of feathers when I flat mm-hmm. iron it and stuff so like that big feathery look was definitely how my hair was when I straightened it in um I'm a fan. December I am a so, fan so the other thing too when she had that belt around his neck leading him to the shower I thought she was going to strangle him to death with the belt and that kind of let me down mm-hmm you don't like the bloody shower? Now, this was was funny to me. So when the blood started coming up the shower head and he was running away, you can tell he's first of all, he's running through the house bucky naked. Yes, but you see peen. Yes. We see it. Yes. So his dumb ass runs into the door. But when, I had to rewind this a couple of times because I knew I wasn't tripping. But when he first runs into the room, there were already bloody and wet footprints on the floor. And the door he ran into, it already had blood on it, too. So, you know, he did this couple, uh, take a couple of times. But listen, <laughs> the other thing I noticed was, OK, so when he first freaks out and runs out the shower, they 80 yard the fuck out of her laugh. Cause she's spitting out water, but you hear her laughing. I'm like, yeah, it she's spitting out water and laughing. But it I mean, match at all. I was still just amazed. We saw peen because right. you know normally in horror movies they be protecting men. You don't never see no peen. You barely see peen, and we seen it. And it was a nice peen too. <laughs> it was. I was like, oh snap, sir. Okay, <laughs> I see you. Cause you know normally in hard in movies when it's uh, when it's not hard it'd be looking a little shrimpy. It was not shrimpy. And, um, okay. Well, I mean it, it didn't still ain't get him far because she came and fucked him up. And you know what? <laughs> Ernest Dickerson does a very good job because this movie was pretty low budget, and of course y'all know we're gonna bring that up later. But with that being said, he couldn't really go in on the kill, so he had to get really creative. And all we needed to see is just the blood leaking through the door. And that's it. We just already know, like, damn. That's, well, you know what? I don't feel bad because that's what the fuck you get. Bartender I'm, number one. It is. You don't even get a name. But I'm still mad at the fact that he, that wide open door frame and you run into the door on purpose. <laughs> that pissed me off. 
<laughs> like that pissed me off. But yes, you don't see the kill. You just see him. You just hear him screaming and see the blood coming from the other side of the door that he was trapped behind. So now we're in North Carolina and we're in a church and Samuel L. Jackson is practicing his Sunday sermon when temptation to an empty church minus his son when temptress appears out of nowhere in the back of the church. He keeps going and then she appears again closer this time right behind his son and then, you know, grabs the son. So later on, this prompts, now we're transported to the son's room. So this prompts him to tell his son that, you know, I want you to spend some more time with your grandma. Next thing you know, dad's in the car driving with his wife. A random woman appears in the road. The wife freaks out and is like, you're going to hit her. And then grabs the wheel and try to stop him. That was all her fault. That was all her fault. So, okay. So at first I thought that too, but on my second watch, I realized that she stuck her hand out, like how she does at the end of the movie when the grandma and them are fighting. And I mean, I, it don't matter. I know, I know the temptress did it, but still, girl, I don't need you freaking out. I got this. You freaking out makes the situation worse. Yeah, and I, <laughs> so, but like, yeah, but definitely the first time around, I did say that you know she shouldn't have grabbed the wheel. Like y'all could have been alive had you just let him hit her and not grab the wheel. But that was before yeah. I knew what I knew now. Now the son, clearly older, wakes up from his nightmare all sweaty and shit. And then the grandma just happens to wake up too. Her and Joel had the same dream. And, you know, grandma explains that. And apparently he had been blessed straight from birth to become a world-renowned minister. So he's been training his whole life for it. And in between her talking, um, you get flashback scenes of the temptress. And apparently the temptress was at daddy's funeral and she's after Joel. I mean, he the last in the line. She got a, let me tell you something. These demons, when they coming, they are coming, okay? <laughs> you can't stop that shit. <laughs> I mean, you can, but you can't. It's coming. Back in New York City, we at the bar. And here we have Radio Raheem, a.k.a. Dougie, failing at picking up women. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I, I love the way they handled this Dougie character because at first, I'm just like, dude, you're just going to keep bothering this woman. You lying, talking about you done did a movie <laughs> with Bruce Lee, baby. It's 1990 and he passed away in the 70s. So um, I'm going to need you to fact check, but I'll come back to him later because I do really like how they set this up. So um, can we talk about this nigga named Norman or John as he want to lie? So what pissed me off is when this dude walks into the bar, he takes off his ring at the door. Basura! You supposed to do that in the car. I'm not condoning, yes. but... <laughs> This is something that you do in the car or as you're walking up, not once you walk in the building. Okay. I mean, I know movie got a movie, but still. And then, then not you bothering this lady, even though she's an ancient demon, not you bothering this lady to buy her a drink and you can't even fucking afford what she wants to drink. That like, was- and then... Then he gonna say, okay, so, you know, him and the bartender, they having a bro code moment. Like, she's suggesting all of these expensive drinks and Christophe. he's signing, like, no. And nigga, he, was like, he was like, what about a nice bottle of Andre? Andre! <laughs> Andre is so cheap! <laughs> and Jigga, what? Andre? Boy, I can't. Okay. Out my face. Thank you. 
Uh, Andre is what you pass around when y'all doing like the champagne toast at weddings and you really cheap and at don't want to pay for that. Okay, like that's Andre is exactly what you said. And you know what? You do that in the back where nobody can see the bottle. Exactly. And just present it all on the platter, all dressed up. Like, no, baby. No. Uh, no. Oh, man. So after he decided he wanted to be cheap, he lies and told her that his name is John. But of course, she's an ancient demon and knows that his name is Norman. And as soon as she calls him out on it, like, you look like a Norman. He about damn near choked and died off the cigarette. Okay. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to say this right now. The men in this movie, even though I love it, y'all are dumb. It ain't, listen, because the girls and the gays, we already know. So my men out there, um... When has it ever been this easy for y'all? You didn't think that was a red flag? You just Hello? you just was like, oh, yeah. Yes, look at me. I just been in here for five minutes and got the prettiest girl in the bar. And it's all going good. Baby, no. You should have known. And then he it's just okay. couldn't help being cheap. Because as he was settling up with the bartender, he just didn't know whether or not he wanted to keep a change or not. I'm like, boy, <laughs> get Get on, go, get out. Meanwhile, Dougie is still failing at picking up women. <laughs> you just saying anything. Really, he really was. So we get to Tentra's house and she giving Norman that work, honey. She's te- then she pulls out a peacock feather, right? Okay. Teasing him. Then all of a sudden that bitch turned into a knife. And then she was teasing him with a knife. But even though he was scared, he was turned the fuck on. She then opened up a whole new world for him, okay? okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then <laughs> well, he was way too open because when he woke up in the morning, baby, he wasn't ready. He was oh. not. He said, bitch, what is wrong with you? What the hell is wrong with you? I said, first of all, no, nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you? Nigga, you are the one. Who took your ring off in front of everybody at the bar, bothered this woman to be cheap. And when you wake, you gonna wake up late. Nigga, you supposed to wake up like, first of all, why was you why did you even sleep there? You supposed to leave after you got done. Like, what was you doing? Like he probably passed out from all the marks that she put on. Okay, probably. <laughs> now I heard that this scene, because you know, okay, so what happens is, you know, he wakes up, he has all these scars all over his body, right? And she goes, those scars are nothing compared to what you'll get later. I'm like, I love this bitch. I love her. (laughs) And, you know, he is going on about how men aren't supposed to have it like that. And this is his first time. This shouldn't be happening to him. I'm like, no, no, no. Nigga, let me tell you something. Let's talk about it. You don't look like you have anything. Because he says that to her, right? Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. Because I, I read that this moment was supposed to be a metaphor for like the AIDS mm-hmm. epidemic that was going on. And, you know, I see that and I appreciate that. But at the same time, disrespectfully, screw that nigga. Don't you ever think you can't get fucking touch. And what happens to you later on in the movie should have happened. And we'll talk about that later. Yeah, because that, yeah. I had made a note about that. I have given you something there's no cure for and it's going to grow until he consumes you. <laughs> I loved And then this. I was like, sir, she's not talking about a disease, but also that's not how it works. When he was like, yeah, you don't look like you got nothing. That's, that's right. Not how that's it works. not how it works. Like, 
see, and my thing is like, you don't need to be out cheating because you just don't know the word. I mean, the word you don't know the world. You grown as hell. Yeah, he freaked out, realized he's fucked, and I'm like, you know, listen, she a boss ass bitch because she's like, um, you can leave now. I'm tired of looking at you. <laughs> it, it's- So he takes his little sulking receded hairline out of her place. And when he gets downstairs to tie his shoe, he looks in the mirror and he sees that he got lesions and freaks out some more. That's what you get, Norman. So let's take it back a little bit. So after, in between him waking up in the morning and falling asleep that night, Mm -hmm. we'd get a flashback. Well, not even a flashback. It's like a dream sequence of Joel running through the streets of New York, being (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so he woke up all sweaty again and decides to call Kay, which is Kadeem, to catch up and make plans to come to New York for a while to get a break for the ministry. So then after, you know, Norman freaked out, we're in North Carolina again and Joel is packing for his trip and he leaves his Bible in the drawer because he plans on having a city boy summer. Basically, he's 21 now. He's trying to figure out the world before he fully commits to evangelism. Almost 21, because he getting milk at the bar. I was like, look at John A. Friend getting milk. <laughs> so <laughs> back at the bar, this scene, this part took me all the way the fuck out. <laughs> well, because, see, the thing is, this is Jonathan. He's a part of the community. Another guy comes up to him, and apparently Jonathan has been around a few of the other clubs, and this man that approached him instantly, Pizza, he, you know. Y'all know, you can see it. Like, y'all be know. Oh, y'all be wait, know. So which one was Jonathan? Was Jonathan the married man? Or was Jonathan the one who had the genitonic? Jonathan was the one who, um, okay. So in the scene, Jonathan's the one that's already sitting down. And the okay. man walks up to him. So okay. Jonathan's already sitting. And then after, you know, he's like, well, am I that obvious? And they had the, uh, so a lot of actors in this movie literally don't have names. It's like the first bartender, his name is literally bartender number one. And then the next one is bartender, bartender number, number two. two. Like yeah. they don't have names. So we can't give y'all names. But the guy comes up to him and instantly, like, you know, calls his car because he knows what he is. And it seems like Jonathan is still trying to figure out where he is in the community, basically, what letter he is. And my favorite line was a $5 drink from a $2 man. Little bitch. (laughs) Nah, my favorite part was that um, the dude wasn't here for his shit. He wasn't, but I I didn't need them to have him acting all extra. That was very extra, but I know it was the 90s, so I know that's what y'all was going. But yes. Yeah, because it was he was like the married dude, Jonathan, was being really disrespectful, honestly. The thing is, um, Dougie's still fucking trying out these pick out lines and not you telling this girl she got a wear fill, but I'm just like, yeah, that was, was. (laughs) sorry. Um, anyway, Dougie is going on talking about how he ain't heard from the bartender number one in a while and especially because he wanted to know how his date was going to go with the temptress you know we they don't know this temptress we know who this is and she's of course she's sitting right across in the bar and he only hasn't hit on her Dougie speaking because he's like no there's something wrong with that girl like I just know I should probably stay away from her and bartender told me too is like hey, I can't relate I'm happily married so it don't matter <laughs> See, that's how, that's how these men should be acting in these streets. 
So now we see Joel ride into the city, right? And apparently he told his grandma, you know, I'm 21. I need to write for ministry. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, things just seem out of order. So whatever. And then, yeah, this movie is weird. Um, As far as things not being in order. What do you mean? Oh, never mind. You meant like out of order, like out of order in life. My bad. Like when he's doing his monologuing, which he does quite a few times throughout the movie, he oh. talks about um, the reason why he's going on this journey is because he wants to put things together because everything is out of order to him. <laughs> I was thinking the wrong out of order. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Dougie is still failing at picking up women. <laughs> and it's, Listen, at this point, I was like, you just need to hang it up. But now, um, this is when Jonathan starts hitting on Temptress. Mm-hmm. And Kay walks in the bar, and Temptress sets her sights on him. But not mm-hmm. before she traumatizes Jonathan. Yeah, because, and I, I mean, I kind of did not like this part. Because I don't like the way she goes with the woman, it's better. I mean, I'm. I mean, he might not think the same, but I mean, go off. I mean, this is a different time. So, I mean, you know, I'm not yeah. going to come down too hard on it, but I'm just like, sis, like, you can't come in on a little too strong. You can't do that. I mean, she, clar- <laughs> she clarified a little bit. She said, well, at least with me. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, but even still, but yeah. Yeah. But he, like, he didn't seem turned on at all. He just seemed stressed the fuck out. I mean... It's kind of like Adrian from Raw, right? Like Adrian was trying to figure out if, because for so long he classified himself as the G in the community. And now he, here comes Justine and he's feeling her and he's finding out that he actually might be bi. Like he don't know. You know what I'm saying? So now that's Jonathan's same issue. Like, does he like women or does he like men? Like, or is he bi? Like, you know, some people really have a hard time trying to figure that out. And for her, because even later, and I know we jumping ahead a little bit, but even later, like, we see more of this come out. Kay sees the temptress and goes to talk to her, and now I'm worried for his life. So they have, like, a little nice little conversation or whatever. Come to find out, he starts daydreaming in the middle of their conversation about and doing And I her. thought it was real. I actually like this because I thought it actually happened. Because, okay, well, before that, I just want to comment on... I love the tension. So I'm going to say it 20 times because when she's making the banter about him being because the thing is, Kay is a movie star. Grandma didn't get upset at him. Now, they never make it clear if they're cousins or if they're just friends. But, you know, in the black community, if you've been friends with somebody forever, that's your cousin. So <laughs> you already know how that go. Like at that point, we can. So, you know, he mentions how the grandma's upset with him because he left the church to come be this big actor and he's pretty successful. Right. So she's like, you know, I know you, blah, 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 blah. And as Kay is signing his autograph, she just like drops her whole face in this music, just like leers. But then like as soon as like he looks up, she smiles and it just goes away. And I was like, damn, like (laughs) I'm kind of scared of this bitch. But I like it. <laughs> that's what all the men like too. And that's why all they asses got cat. Okay. So he wakes up from his daydream because she smacks him. <laughs> Don't just be out here just fantasizing about me in front of me. 
<laughs> and he almost got got to if it hadn't been for the fact that Joel was showing up that night. And the mere fact that Joel was coming saved this man's life for now. So when he gets up to walk away, he turns around and is like, oh, I forgot your name. Girl, there's nowhere to be found. And this is, mm-hmm. he's confused. His first moment of confusion. So the next day, uh, well, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. But he goes home and he meets up with Joel and they start to catch up. So the next day, they're still catching up, you know, having that brother time. And the whole time Joel is talking, he reminds me of this guy I went to college with. Just soft-spoken and green. Mm-hmm. Chap lips and all. Mm-mm. And it's crazy because, you know, like usually when, not all the time, but around this time, you would think that he would put himself as Kadeem's character and make himself like the cool guy. And I kind of, at first, because when I first watched the movie, I didn't know how I feel about, felt about the Joel character. Because especially some of their scenes, they seemed genuine, but they also seemed like they might have been improvised too. I was kind of getting improvision vibes. Improvision is not a word, it's improvisation. But I was getting those vibes regardless. Um, but it it kind of worked in a weird way because conversations be like that sometimes. It's not like people just immediately respond, you know? Like sometimes yeah. things are a little bit hesitant. But I think, but it was like, I didn't know if that was Joel or was that James? You know what I'm saying? Like, is that yeah. you or is that the character? <laughs> and but also, I- also, um, K, sir, you have this plant in your apartment, this rubber plant. It needs some water because, baby, it was sad. I clocked that. You know I did. Mm-mm. <laughs> but I found it funny how when Kay was describing the temptress to um, Joel, mm-hmm. he described her as one thing, but she was shown as another. I was <laughs> loving this. Like, because, okay, because Jonathan shows up. She's like, don't show up. I'm hanging out. I said, oh, yes. <laughs> so Kay, yeah, Kay was like, oh, yeah, she's sweet. And that's kind of funny, though, because I kind of want to do that now. If someone ever comes to my house, I'm going to be like, uh, no, you don't show up without an appointment or unless I bring you here myself. <laughs> but I mean, like, people shouldn't be showing up unannounced anyway. Girl, people don't care. Like, you don't know what I'm doing. You don't know what I got going on. I can be having cult rituals right now. Girl, people And you showed up at the right time, and now your blood about to be spread up all over these walls. I'm kidding, guys. I'm not in cult. But the point is, you don't know what people be doing. Stop showing up unannounced. And I be, t- listen, I be telling my boyfriend that. I be like, don't be showing up at people's houses unannounced. And he be, do- he be getting on my nerves with that shit. But anyways, so then Kay says oh yeah she's really polite and now she being mean to old buddy like for real for real so this is what i was talking about earlier when i was saying um how she plays with jonathan because you know they're they boning but then she ends up dominating him and he's into it obviously and it's not men it's nothing wrong if you like that it's okay there's nothing wrong with it but um he started realizing that it don't feel right because he's even saying, take it out, take it out. 
And I love, like, once again, I brought up how Ernest Dickerson goes about these kills. I like that we don't see it, that it's not graphic. All we see is the blood-stained curtain from the bed, like little bed sheet curtain. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't prepared for that pegging. Literally. Listen, a poor Jonathan, he definitely was not ready for that, but... This is where Kay thinks, you know, he and Joel should go back to the bar because he wants her to meet the temptress and get Joel's feet wet a little bit in New York. And um, girl, you and your friend in this milk. And I was trying to figure out, was they just playing? Because, you know, they talking about like he's sheltered and blah, blah, blah. He doesn't drink alcohol. I'm like, but you just didn't want water? Like juice? Like, you know, they have pineapple juice at the bar. They got orange cranberry juice. You want milk? He's a child. <laughs> Literally a child. So because he is that, they got to, you know, have a little outfit montage. And baby, look, let me tell you something. All them outfits was fucking terrible. And the one that they landed on, I'm like, he looked like an alpha that just crossed. And no, thank you. I don't want no parts of this. Like the, the glasses. Al- so the outfit that they landed on, oh, okay, which outfit? The one with the, which one did they end up with? Was it the one with the suit jacket with the black shirt with the, the J's? Yeah. And then he had like the glasses, the round glasses, like the Quavo glasses. So that same outfit was the outfit that Kay had on when he met Temptress. Really? Oh, maybe that's why you liked it. Maybe that was a joke. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that was a joke, but I noticed that when he came out, he was like, Yeah, that's the one. And he was that's like, Yeah, probably, I got your yeah. chase to match. Yeah, that was the outfit that um he had on. Kay had on the night before. And this is when I also realized that Nike definitely had a sponsorship in this movie because every chance they get, if they don't hold up a Nike shoe, he has Nike sweatpants on during the montage. Even after he was like, See, I got the J's just like you. And Nike definitely did have a sponsorship. So did Christian Dior and some other stuff. I'll mention it in the souvenir shop because I was very hyped once I seen all this stuff. But yeah. (laughs) So we actually get a shot. Not only do we get a montage of um, Joel getting dressed, but we see Tip just getting dressed. Listen, Christian Dior stockings. Okay, honey, you can never. And then I was pissed because you could definitely see the string because the shot is done in reverse, right? Because we see the tights where we see the stockings going up her leg when in reality they took a fish wire, stuck it to the back of the tights and pulled it off of her leg. But you can see the string. And I was like, damn, this is a cool effect until I saw that string. But I still liked it. I instantly painted that string. Instantly. Uh, instantly. <laughs> I was like, because the thing is, it shined in the light. And I, that's the only reason I seen it. Because I was so into I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I like this effect. And it was like, bling, bling. I was like, oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> and then we get to the bar. And Dougie still can't pick up women. Listen, poor thing. Talking about, first, first of all, listen, let me tell y'all something. If y'all know girls that are in cam work only fans whatever the heck they do don't be out here in public trying to out them don't do that <laughs> do not do that like talking about he's seeing her in playboy okay and if what <laughs> run me my money uh... this is also where we get our freddie jackson cameo but i do like that dougie um so you know he get played as 
he would. I bet you and, that Christina and Paul met pretty steady. Exactly. Jerk. And so uh, he get mad and he's like, you gonna go ahead and go with your little don't you want to dance tonight suit wearing ass. But he's, you know, that Freddie Jackson has a song called that. And it reminded me of Romeo Must Die. Y'all know I was going to find some way to talk about Aaliyah. Um, <laughs> it reminded me of that movie when Anthony Anderson's character Maurice is like, I'm a fan of Aaliyah looking ass. But he's talking to Trish, who's played by Aaliyah. I was like, oh, it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we get another title card and I was over these title cards. I'm like, you didn't have to tell us it was later that night. We already knew they were going to the bar. We did not already, need you to tell us. Especially since we were at the bar already. Exactly. With, um, I was like, you didn't need that. <laughs> right. Because right after the title card came up, it, they're still at the bar. But now this time, Joel and... um. Joel and Kay are at the bar now and Joel is just happy to be here because he met the temptress so then this is when the temptress saunters over and takes Joel away yeah. and Who act she like, walk like her walk didn't look familiar to you no girl that's the walk I be doing and I start dying I was like I do this walk in the club <laughs> oh my gosh I definitely did it at BRT too. It's the walk I do when I mean business and I know I'm cute, but I'm also not trying. Nobody, nobody needs to bother me. I just need to be in my own cute bubble. <laughs> I was dead. Okay. Oh my God. But no, who she walked over. Um, Kay was confused as fuck because she completely played him to the left. To the left. Okay. Around baby in a spiral. He ain't know what to do. <laughs> no. <Nope>. She cold. <laughs> and then Dougie approaches and lets it be known, like, you know, she bad news and she scared the shit out of me. And I think I know the deal with her. But now when they go back home, it's a little awkward between Kay and Joel. Because Kay is clearly in his feelings about the fact that the temptress ain't choose him. And Joel lets it be known that I ain't jumping in on draws and that I can take care of myself. Okay, he said, Temptress, do you love me? Are you writing? Mm-hmm. Baby just ring. At all. <laughs> Meanwhile, grandma at home worried about her baby, looking at his picture. And then Listen, because ain't nothing stronger than a praying grandma. Y'all know if you got a grandma and she pray for you, it's taken care of. Nope. And then this is when you find out that he's the last of his family line. Because this is what Temptress is telling the snake. And then mm. she had the nerve because her eyes is bleeding. She's going to make the picture that grandma looking at bleed too. Okay. So watching this on Shudder and I was like, damn, you remastered version. You can clearly see those holes. Yeah, you can see the holes. And <laughs> I know, I know it probably sounds like we're nitpicking everything, but y'all know I'm an effects girl. So, you know, I, I have to, that's why we have the podcast. So we can just discuss these things, but I thought it was a cool effect, but then I was like, cause first I was thinking, you know, kids, you know, our eyeballs stay the same size. Like they don't grow. So that's why little kids always look like they have big buggy eyes just because they're I guess, normal size. But I was just thinking like, oh, I'm like, this baby got some big, pretty eyes. And then before it started bleeding and I seen it, I was like, oh, they done cut holes in this baby's eyes. This is kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> Without the blood. Oh, 
the next day, Temp just shows up at the house to meet Joel, right? And this mm-hmm. is when Kay makes it, it makes his move. He's like, okay, you're not about to show up at my house and play me to the left. Hey, yo. It's a lot of bitches getting thrown around. He said, exactly. look, bitch. I said, oh. So he starts to tell her off, right? <laughs> and realizes that she didn't have a reflection. And this took me all the way out because his realization that she didn't have a reflection <laughs> was hilarious. <laughs> because first of all, I'm standing the way he's standing right now with his hands on his hands. I'm just like, I'm trying to figure out, did she like stun him for a few seconds or was he just really thrown he was he thrown say that this girl ain't had no reflection i'm just like but she i'm first of all she's intimidating so i probably wouldn't have said nothing then and there either i don't know what i would have done and then even when joel was walking out the door he still ain't say shit <laughs> yes and he's just sitting there watching the reflection he's like i know i'm not tripping like <laughs> that's what no. made me laugh mind blown and so and he runs to the bar to tell. Speaking of mind blown, <laughs> can I say what Dougie said to this girl? What girl? <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> at first, okay, he was like, "You got that nuclear explosive butt." He and was- then, first of all, and then he was talking about he was in cameo. I'm like, this Negro had the nerve Maybe. to be practicing his horrible pickup lines. <laughs> He gonna hit him with the owl. I said, baby, you was not in cameo. I and know nobody all was hit there. the owl, but no boo. Like, who was you talking to? And I was trying to figure out, like, was he practicing? I think he was practicing his horrible pickup lines because nobody <laughs> was there. Had to be. Oh gosh. Which oh, makes gosh. sense after a while, but yeah. Which makes sense. He, um, so Kay comes into the bar bugging out about the temptress and tells him, like, yo, she ain't had no reflection. And Dougie plays him to the left and was like, yeah, you tripping. And then Kay, like, y'all, no, no, fuck this, fuck that. I looked at her, I looked in the mirror, I looked at her, I looked in the mirror, I looked at her, no reflection. <laughs> and then he had nerves to hurt Dougie feelings by calling him fat. First of all, listen. I don't know what it is about the 80s and the 90s and calling thick people fat that's not fat at all. I'm like, they're not even fat. He said, I'm not fat. And he wasn't. And now, first of all, when you find out that this nigga the feds, it all makes sense. <laughs> but girl, you know what tripped me out? What? Did you not notice that Caucasian was spelled wrong on the computer screen? Yes. First First of all, did you notice that some of them dates was like in the 1800s? Yes. I was like, it's a lot going on here. Like, was there a PA on set? Somebody was mad. Either that or it was really short set. I mean, I don't know. But they probably, because you know, like, people be hawk-eyed these days. Then probably nobody even better than I. But now, you know, we be hawk-eyed as hell. Oh, man. But this is when he, you know, you say he found out he the feds, but he tells this crazy story about how he was looking into homegirl because he found out about this man that ended up in a psych ward. Because dude was like, yo, I had sex with the devil. And he talked about he could feel snakes in his stomach. So right when the dude was about to tell Dougie who the lady was, the snakes crawled out his mouth. 
<laughs> and the Mm-mm. hospital swept it under the rug. But this is what led him to the bar because his leads, because he was put on the case to follow up and then his leads led him to the bar. Right. So, of course, Kay was like, man, this is some wild ass shit. So they decided they're going to have to plan to catch her and close out the case. And we're transported to this cafe. Where little Joel Selena, and sweet spot. Yep, where Joel and Temptress are having their little date. Mm-hmm. And they talking and getting to know each other. And of course, she slips up like how everyone always slips up and lets it be known that she knows a little bit too much about you. And so, mm-hmm. ma'am, I didn't even tell you this about me. So how did you know that I wanted to be a minister? And she said, let's say I come across your type in my travels. I was like, I want to know who wrote her lines. Like, did she do her own lines? Because her lines is different from the rest of y'all's. And I like her. Yeah, her face. So when she was saying that, you know, her face turned to green a little bit and then it went back to normal. That, and I, that's why I was liking this, because even like by the end of the date, when they leave and the flowers are dead, when I went back to watch it another time, I was trying to see like if they gradually died throughout the conversation. They don't. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that would have been cool if they did. But I, I still have to, you know, this is the 90s. It's fine. So while um, they're at, on their little date. Kay and Dougie are at the fortune teller trying to find out about the temptress. So we find out that, you know, she only achieves true victory through the destruction of a truly innocent person, which is Joel. Mm -hmm. And we already know that. And we know that he's the very last of his ancestral line. But Mm -hmm. Madam Sonia, she fucked up when she said temptation's name. Listen, first of all, Madam Sonia is played by Melba Moore. Y'all know face to face. Yes. So anyway, um, when they first walked in, Kadeem cracks me up through this entire movie because it's a few times when people like scary him. He's like, man, I almost fucked you up. <laughs> He's like, man, I almost fucked home girl up. I'm like, damn, you just aggressive. <laughs> but no, um, I do like how they did the scene once. Um, not Melba. Once Madam Sonia says the temptress name, because, you know, in a movie nowadays, they would have like had black smoke coming out of her mouth with the temptress all CGI'd in the middle. Like, I definitely like the way they did this instead. Yeah, I like the way they did too. But I also thought it was funny because um, when she was saying that, you know, the only way to beat the temptress is to stay focused on God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Dougie was like, yeah, let's just drown her in holy water, cut out her heart and bury it under hollow ground. And can't lie without wait a goddamn minute. Right. Okay, I ain't signed up for all this. Listen. Okay, because Kay really was not with the ish. Okay, because after when she says the temptress name, the temptress is sensing this and she excuses herself from she and Joel's date. And, you know, she projects through Madame Sonia, you know, cautioning them. And instantly, Kay was out. He was was out. He was like, yeah, let's let's get out of here. (laughs) It took a second for Dougie to get out. I'm pretty sure Kay was down the street. He was gone. (laughs) so later that night grandma has a nightmare about joel right and mm-hmm. he's running through the streets and enters a bar filled with all of temptress's victims telling him right. to you know come join the fold and she i just, like this scene that's scene. Like because you see norman get shot in the eye he did by his wife yep um bartender number one when he speaks when he like vomits into the cup and hands it to Joel, that I was, was just like, mm, 
And then Jonathan is just like dragging himself across the floor. Now, I would have loved to see the guy with the snakes. Where? What was him? It probably wasn't in the budget. I'm asking for a lot. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay, runs home, right? And he tries to warn Joel about temptress, and Joel and his chop lips aren't here for it. They go back and forth, but essentially, Kay tells Joel that, you know, you a walking target, and you just need to go home. Basically, because now you see, I was over here. I'm an actor. I'm in all of these movies. The beaches love me. And here you go. Bring in this shit. You got to go. And then Paula Joel was left standing on the floor crying. I kind of like that. You know, they normally don't show that. It was kind of like frustration tears because he was really trying to like just. Be a grown man and all of this is happening. But first of all, not Kay calling grandma snitching. Yo, grandma, I tried to talk to him, but he's not listening. Yes, I okay. can relax. <laughs> like, dang. So this is when Kay and Dougie roll up on the bartender number two while he's out in the alley throwing out the trash and convince him to pour holy water and then send just his drink. So he does, but he's so obvious with it. Very. First of all, first of all, speaking of obvious, Kay, listen, you. <laughs> he thought he was in a movie for real. Dougie was like, this is not three tough cookies. <laughs> first of all um i'm like don't be suspicious don't be suspicious and nigga you look very suspicious and that's why this didn't work and i actually they had me fooled a little bit because i thought it was working because when she drank it she started reacting and then when they come in and tackle her and dougie goes to stab her she pulled an okie doke yeah she was putting on the performance she had an oscar for that And I loved it because, and I think I really liked it because it was just her. You know, nowadays they would have tried to morph her face. Like her face literally sold that entire thing for me. And like, the lighting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they well, her performance let them know after the after he almost stabbed himself by force, not by choice. Okay. <laughs> they got the fuck out of there because it was like, yeah, this ain't work. But then Case called once again was stolen. His little Pidgey 88. Oh, baby. So they part ways, right? And then Dougie ends up rolling up on a car and it's like, yo, I'm the Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why? When in Black history have we ever split up? What type of Scooby-Doo shit? (laughs) And they knew to this. For the first time in Black America, we split up. Wow. And you see what happens. Yep, because Dougie rolls up on a car and is like, y'all, I'm the feds, let me in. Turns out it's bartender number two driving the car, and he's really one of Temptress's minions. Mm-hmm. Looks to the right. Oh, he's sitting next. I thought it was Temptress, but it may not yeah. be Temptress. If one but... of y'all know, can you tell us? Because I think it's one of them little demons from Demon Knight. It's not, but it and might be. You know what? I don't know this for sure. I do know um, one of the effects towards the end, I'll mention it, was used in another trauma film. So this might be something from one of their films and they just threw the veil over it. I don't know that for sure. But one of y'all trauma heads out there, I know one of our survivors got to be a trauma film fan. So y'all let us know. But RIP to um, Dougie. But now we're reunited with Kay. Listen, it's definitely daytime outside when he put. It's supposed to be the same night. 
But when he first knocks on his door, it's bright as day outside. And I was just like, um, oh, that was the light from inside of his apartment. No, 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 no. On the right hand side of the screen, where you can clearly see people walking in the streets. It's daytime. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right. It looked dark outside. So the only way I clocked it was because I had to pause so I had to go to the bathroom. And I just left it on pause because, you know, like when you come back, you start doing other stuff. Yeah. So before I press play, I picked up my notes and I looked and I'm like, did I miss something? Why is it daytime? So I rewind it and I'm like, oh, no, no, no. They probably just thought we wasn't going to look that way because he's doing karate into his house. So they probably just thought we was going to watch him. But no, it's daytime outside. It's all right. Go off. <laughs> so he going to his house, right? Goes in the kitchen to get some beer because that's what you do when you stress the fuck out. Right. And he hears noises, grabs a knife, comes Smart. back out in his living room, and he sees himself on the TV doing weird shit. And he really goes up to the TV like, what? Now, and then, see, look, that gun in the Big Bertha, I thought that that was never going to come back, right? But they actually did bring it back. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, it wasn't the way I thought you would have brought it back, but they bring it back. He's like, yeah, I got the gun. You're doing weird shit yeah. on the TV. <laughs> yes. Because, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can I describe this scene? Because I <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> okay, so y'all, 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 y'all. So it's TVK, right? And they're real life K. And TVK is, like, coaxing him to come closer. Like, y'all remember um, the Amanda or all that with the Ashley show? That's me. Yeah. Not me, though. But Amanda Bynes Ashley. And she used to be like, come closer. Come closer. And she would smack the TV. Yeah. So he's telling him to come closer, right? Y'all, y'all, they pulled the best nightmare on Elm Street and video drum homage. And I was just like, bitch, I was so excited. So Kay gets close to the TV and the Reagan doll starts laughing and shit. And that Reagan doll already looks creepy. And his teeth just open up and the TV starts eating him. But it looks so good. It's not because y'all know nowadays they would have made it real digital and he would have just faded into the TV. No, the TV is literally nom, 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 chomping on him. And then fucking burps out his intestines and blood. And then, I don't know if this is Kay's face. I don't know whose face this is, but another face comes out the TV. Nightmare on Elm Street style. The first one when Freddie is looming over Nancy in the bed. And I was just like, I love y'all. That was all Ernest Dickerson. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I loved it. <laughs> I was like, y'all know, y'all know I am a sucker for practical horror effects. And I just loved it. The way Kay was like struggling to try to get out the TV looked so good. And it was all done with rubber. Oh, wow. Yeah. But let's bring it on back to Joel. Because Joel... Listen, listen let me tell you something. The temptress got them red sheets out. She ain't never had them out before. You know I'm what mad that at, But I'm mad at Joel because you you want you just decide to go to the first person that you just met, this new woman, to go complain about your fight with Kay. She don't care. You know what? I wanted to ask you this. So from Jump, do you think the Tentress only sought out Kay because of Joel? I think so. Okay. We on the same page. Also, 
Um, they started tonguing right. Did Joel do what I think he did? Or did he just stop her from kissing him? I think he stopped her from kissing him. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I know this dude didn't just... Yeah, I think he just stopped her from kissing okay. him. Okay. Because, you know, fornication okay. is a sin. Well, she tried, <laughs> to ease, she tried to ease him down by offering him some wine, but he stayed adamant. He turned it down. But she pours it out. Any, well, she pours it anyway, sticks her finger in it, drinks it, and then kisses him so that he pass out. Because she drugged that shit. All right. Okay, look, listen. When he wakes up and I seen these Disney wall stickers, <laughs> I immediately went back to preschool. <laughs> I, I was just like, Turns out, <laughs> this is a nightmare. He's not really in a Disney bed, okay? If he wakes up in his nightmare next to a naked temptress and his father is calling him out for being a fornicator in a center. But you know, Joel- they had to bring uh, Samuel L. Jackson back just. You know, even though he wasn't all that just yet. I'm glad they did, though. Right. But Joe was smarter than that. He knew that wasn't his real daddy. But his dream gets busted up by his grandma busting in the door in real life. Better not touch my baby. Whole time. I was trying to figure out how she got from North Carolina to New York that fast. Don't question no grandma. Who is really flying at the time of night back in the 90s? Don't question no grandma. Because ain't no way she drove across the bus that fast. Grandma's going in. You seen Sugar Mama? <laughs> Sugar Mama ain't play, okay? <laughs> and she was, wasn't was playing because she was about to be temptress with the purse. But then Actually, she flung Grandma across the room into a corner. You know what? I'm surprised because in my notes, when uh, Samuel Jackson walked in the room, I was like, John, they going to say this going to go left. No. And you didn't say that. That's his you father. Said, uh, and there was no other indication in this movie that this was going to go left. This is true, but and we can't just say just because that's his daddy, it don't happen. I mean, of course, but there was no other indication in this movie that this was going to go left like that. Yeah, he I was. <laughs> I didn't get John Day's right card, but I wrote it. I was like, I bet you John Day gonna be like, and this is where I thought it was gonna go left. <laughs> Not this movie. But um, so yeah, grandma beat old lady with a purse, and Joe like, hell nah, not my grandma. <laughs> and then she broke his wrist. Listen, first of all, I okay. When I was watching the Tentress, because, you know, she's using her hands. Once again, I don't know if Aliyah saw this movie or not, but I definitely got Queen Akasha vibes. Because when the vampires were coming, spoilers for Queen of the Damned, if you haven't seen that movie, it's been 20 years. But um, when they're coming towards her to try to combat her at the end, she literally does that same wrist twirl. And I was just like, damn, she really studied for her role. I love you, girl. Okay. The whole time, after she flung them two in the corners, she's standing in the floor making a facial transformation. And I know, a couple of weeks ago, you got on me for being a demoness. But I just gotta (laughs) say, what the fuck kind of demon face was that? Okay, so, uh, well, before that, when she was transforming into the demon, like when she was first standing up 
and like her face is just like I mean not her face her body is just like kind of curved it was giving me I don't know how much of courage the cowardly dog you've seen but I feel like everybody has seen this episode but it was definitely giving return the slab <laughs> vibes <laughs> and that courage. episode messed me up I don't know about you sis (laughs) that episode I'm getting goosebumps talking about it (laughs) F me up seeing that CGI Pharaoh Ramses out there in the middle of nowhere Eustace I don't know what she was on that's exactly (laughs) exactly why you got what you got but um to answer your question about the demon right Cause you know, we're not demonist in this park, but Ernest Dickerson actually didn't shoot that. Right. So um, what happened was they had to go back in for reshoots and trauma films actually did that. And that, um, that specific demon that they use is actually one that they use in a different movie. I think it's like Kabuki something. I don't know. It's something, but Kabuki, you Kabuki. Right, <laughs> uh, back up, back up. That if it's then it's lean, then it's okay. I'm doing, but I just gotta Why are you say, me started? Why are you me started? <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta say that face was worse than demonite face because it looked more like a bug. Yeah, it was like the eyes were literally big and round, but then like her nose, if you get that now, that one, I'll give you a slight little pass. We'll just say that demon was different. There we go. Right. So Temptress and her bug eye face goes to tell grandma to death and Joel just sits in the corner contemplating life. Like, sorry, your grandma over there dying. Yeah. This whole, this whole scene was very slow for me. And this is where I was. I like, hated it. Yeah. Cause I'm like, first of all, baby, um, his struggle towards the crucifix in the bible was struggling. <laughs> like how the struggle gonna struggle like i'm like dude like your grandma is getting choked up i understand and you're just like, like, rolling off the bed and rolling across yeah like walk around the bed like i don't know like it was it was doing so much but this is he gets the strength because his struggle was struggling this is <laughs> You know, um, he hears his father, his he hears his father like encouraging him, saying, Blessed is the man that endures temptation. And the as the cross the word, like, Joe. Right. And and like and even grandma's repeating it because she like, nigga, hurry up. Like, damn, like if I can fly from North Carolina here, you can surely get across this 10-foot room quickly. Jesus. <laughs> um, it kind of gave me demon night vibes because you remember the part when Breaker was sealing all the um not portals, like the windows and the doors and the cross yeah. was shining on him. The same thing pretty much happens to Joel and uh Demon, I rebuke you. I can't, you know what? I watched this with the captions on, and a lot of the captions are wrong, especially during the songs. And I was cracking up because I'm like, wow, it's either like y'all don't listen <laughs> or y'all just think we be saying anything because this whole end part, all of the captions was off. I'm like, that's not what he said. That's not what she said. <laughs> Demon, I rebuke you. I rebuke you back to the pit of hell from whence you came. And then she boom, explodes. I did like, okay, I didn't like the negative effect 
but I did like the way it exploded. That looked good. Yeah, her having her little convulsions was a little weird, but... And then, of course, after she explodes, you know, Grandma got to hug her baby, and now the sun is shining mm-hmm. and the birds are chirping. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Okay, I forgot that this came out before Vampire in Brooklyn, right? And so when the limo pulls up and the window rolls down and we see that case basically, you know, undead now, like, I, I guess... I don't know what to call him, but he's undead. I was I like, just said, I just said that he was a new demon lackey because that's what the black yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, so I was like, not them um, doing the same thing as Vampire in Brooklyn, but then I was like, oh shit, this came out first. But okay, so here's here's a a little tidbit. So even though it came out first bef- here, it didn't come out first in Sweden or Sydney. Is it Sweden mm-hmm. or Sydney? So vampire, a Brooklyn, what'd you say? A vampire. vampire okay, a vampire, because I'm sitting there twisting it up. A vampire in Brooklyn came out first over there, and then this came out, and they, over there, they considered this a sequel. I can see that. So like, over there, yeah. it was, the title was A Vampire in Brooklyn 2. Oh, well. Right. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so... Inside the bar, a woman lights a cigarette, right? And, well, no. Yeah. So inside the bar, a woman lights a cigarette with a match for this anonymous man that got out the limo. And we find out that is Dougie. And he uses the same line as the temptress uses in the beginning. And he tells her that, you know, you should use a lighter next time. And then he looks into the camera and says, the flame lasts longer. And I was just like... So are they going to be like a new temptation tag team? Because where's that movie? I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know. And then, okay, so the move the movie's over now. That was Death by Temptation. But we get a little in memoriam. And I was like, dude, this is bleak. Did you see that on yours? It was also kind of a little creepy because he was like, now I'm the last one. And I'm like, yeah. So in the movie, like it was kind of like a parallel like was this art imitating life because that's creepy and right. i got goosebumps once again like this is my third time getting goosebumps this recording so i'm kind of freaked out by that but um i was just like and it was even more sad because when i was looking at it his father passed before his grandpa and i was just like wow this is pretty bleak dude and then when you realize that he didn't do anything else after this like this was the one and only thing he's done as far as directing yeah. And all of that, like directing, producing, writing, this was it. And I was just like, I wonder, like, put it this way. If he was going through something, I hope he's okay now. Because um, I have to say, I freaking love this movie. <laughs> I look, listen, I think it's very underrated. I don't know how the heck I never heard of this movie, never come across it. The storyline isn't too bad, even though, you know, I mentioned early, like some of the dialogue between Kay and Joel, I couldn't tell if it was like improvised or like, is this how they wanted it to be? Because like some of it, it seems like pretty endearing, but also it's like some parts I felt like it was improvised. The effects, 
besides the ones that I called out, despite me calling them out, I still like them. And um, I still want to see this Dougie and K Temptation tag team and 15 niggas get killed in this movie. Two women get killed too, but it's just the mama and then Temptation. But 15 dudes get killed in this movie and we barely ever see that by a woman. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, when do you ever see that? But also, it's the way that Samuel Jackson is just plastered all over the damn movie for me. And we didn't even mention this earlier. This was before A Different World came out. So Kadeem wasn't even like Dwayne Wade yet. And he was still all over this movie. Well, okay, so... The movie was filmed before A Different World, but if you looked at them in the promo, the one that I saw, the trailer, it said Kadeem from A Different World. Because that's after, that's when it got re-released on um, Vinegar Syndrome, re-released. Okay. So that's why I say that. I was like, I was confused. (laughs) You know how like, so like, you know how House of Wax, I think, but I think it's out the Screen Factory re-release. So um, everybody that's in that movie, like Jared Padalecki, yes. they probably named up that he's in Supernatural, but it's like, who doesn't know who that is now? You know? So back then, Jared Padalecki, he was um, on Gilmore Girls. Yeah, and I mean, like, he he had things before House of Wax, but remember, in House of Wax, he still wasn't all that. They killed him first. Yeah, and he was the last billing. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't as hot as he is now. So the same thing with um, Kadeem, like he was a little bit just like Samuel L. Jackson, like they was getting their feet wet, but they hadn't had their breakout roles yet. So now, like if death, so they re- they brought this out in 2018. So yeah, at that time, the biggest thing he had done was a different world. He had been in other stuff, but when we see him, that's Dwayne Wade to us. Like that's just like if I see Robert England. In as many roles as this man has been in, and I like him in other roles as well. No, that's Franny. Brandon was just talking about that the other day. How um, Freddie, he looks like Freddie. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, they molded the prosthetics around his natural face, so I would, <laughs> I would expect him to look like him. <laughs> like he was like, man, they did a really good job with that because he was like, I just look at him and I'm like, man, you Freddie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's not a mask. It's actual face paint and prosthetics. So, it's, yeah. <laughs> How did you feel about this movie? Because I feel like you feel differently from me. Um, here it come, y'all. Here it come. The moment y'all been waiting for. Y'all know every week y'all be waiting on it. Here it come. So, I did like it. I didn't hate it. I liked but, it. But... I didn't like it. It it was a little slow for me. Like, even when I rewatched it to take my notes, it just seemed like it dragged on. You know, like some movies, they just seem like they progress fast. Mm -hmm. This movie did not progress. Now, I can I can agree with that. I do feel like writing could have been tighter. I do agree with that. And you know what? I was like, when I first watched this movie. I was like, oh, John A's gonna love this shit. Like, this is a female succubus just running through these niggas. Oh, she's going to enjoy it. No, I loved her. Yeah. But the movie, eh. Mm-hmm. I get what you mean. I get you. I get you. Well, and there I mean, were, like, some funny parts. Like, Kadeem had me cracking up. 
listen, because he was just. <laughs> was just I like, know, I know half of his lines had to be improvised. Like, I know they didn't write that in the script. When he was talking about, like, every time he got scared by somebody and he just reacted, I know that had to be, like, just him. It's just his reactions naturally were funny. It was just like, yeah. sir. <laughs> And the fact that he like looked like the whole mirror situation that would that took me out. It's laughing at that. I know but, y'all can't see me, but I got my hands on my hips again because <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a toss up for me as far as um what I liked and didn't like. Mm-hmm. You know, toe the line a little bit, but I did like it. it my score isn't bad. It's not that bad. Okay. So we have a 4.7 out of 10 on IMDb, a 69% on Rotten Tomatoes. And what are you going to give it? All right. When I first watched it, I was, because as much as I love it, I was like, I don't like it more than Tales from the Hood. And... When it, you know, y'all know we know we don't compare through all the movies, but I was just trying to gauge where my life was. And I was like, last week we kind of matched each other, but I don't like it less than Demon Knight. So I think I'm gonna let me give this a 74. Okay. So when I first rated it, it was lower than what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm going to go with a 65 65 yeah i'm gonna go with the 65 again y'all know we always talk about this at some point i would like to see a remake of this however please don't cgi it down please because i believe like somebody i know there's somebody that could probably give us tighter writing maybe um i don't know if i mean i do like that this was dealing with the church but maybe, I feel like maybe there can be another angle. Also, 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 I don't need anything tragic to happen to the temptress for her to be this way. Y'all know they always try to give somebody a backstory. Just let that girl be an ancient demon and go. Like, I don't need her to be abused. And now she's coming back for uh, revenge. Like, I, I yeah, used to I think that. that. Like, y'all love her. Yeah, I'm like, y'all love doing that to women. Like, I just watched this movie. I'm not going to say what it is, just in case you haven't seen it. But Catherine Isabel is in it. So, guys, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. And the character that she's playing gets abused and then comes back and gets vengeance on people, revenge on people. And, yeah, but I'm so, I, why do we always got to go through something before we just turn evil? Why we just can't be evil? Because for some reason, for the longest time, people didn't believe that women could be innately evil. So that's why a lot of female serial killers just like went on the radar because they're like, man, women ain't do that. Right. Like, like, for example, Jennifer's body. Like, why did all of that have to happen? Okay, I get I know why I get that. And they kind of like gloss over it. But why does all of this have to happen for this to happen? And I'm not spoiling anything. You'll be fine when you see it. But <laughs> why does all At of this? At this point, I've seen so many screenshots and 
gifs and all types of stuff at Jennifer's body. I probably would probably guess the plot as soon as I start watching it. Because it's been so many years now. Yeah. I mean, I it's still, I think it's a fun one. I actually think it's on Hulu right now. So you can't watch it. If you it's on to. Prime. I've saved it. In one, Yeah, I'm like, it's on one of them. Because June, they were showing out, everybody was showing out with the horror movies. Like, we are well taken care of. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, of- June is like halfway to Halloween. Uh, yes. And I'm sad because I missed um, uh, the halfway to Halloween party that they do in Vegas. I went once and it was so much fun. That sounds like it's fun. Anything in Vegas be sounding fun, honestly. I mean, it's Vegas. Of course. <laughs> but do you want to um, go ahead and head to the souvenir shop? Yes, because I got a lot to say. <laughs> it seems you survived. Well, before you go, join us. In the souvenir shop. Vibe with me. Vibe with me real quick, okay? So the first thing before I get to my idea, you know, I was telling you Nike had a sponsorship and I was saying everybody else. So the temptress, her sleepwear was by Lilia France. Her tights, stockings, Christian Dior, and her dresses were by Elden Glover. So this inspired me for the souvenir shop. I'm like, okay, well, first I need press on nails, period give me the gold nails like even if they had different colors like i would just love it like the gold nails can be temptress they can have like these bloody red ones called cured by the blood like i don't know copyright d180 but um yeah all of that and then i like want a tight temptress line knee-high stockings fishnets regular stockings like just all of that. We can do the sleepwear too. I, I'm, I think I'm gonna be the temptress for Halloween. That's like my fifth Halloween costume. Don't <laughs> ask me why I'm gonna wear all these costumes, but I'm gonna figure it out because this girl, she didn't did a number on me like Justine. I was feeling her. Like I'm I, like, if you're trying her. to go, uh, I planning. I'm planning to be out the country for Halloween. So okay, out the country. I don't know what's gonna be happening in October. We got to see what's going on by the end. I mean. It'll be our anniversary, oh my God, we'll be one. Oh my God, guys, this is, first of all, we didn't say this last week, but can y'all believe this is like our 31st episode? <laughs> We've been doing 31 of these? That's wow. crazy. Doesn't seem like we've done that many, and 31 doesn't seem like a big number, but when you look at it, like, We've been doing this, and y'all been writing for us, and I just love y'all survivors. Y'all so nice. Y'all be talking to us on IG. We got season pass holders in this thing. Y'all be looking out for us, sending us themes, sending us suggestions, and all of that, and I just really appreciate y'all. We love you. (laughs) But with that being said, you ready to run these park announcements? Yes, ma'am. Y'all know how the game go. We got one more movie. What? One more movie. That sounds so crazy. In our lineup for Welcome to the Cookout, we're going to be talking about my uncle Snoop D-O-double-G in 2001's Bones. Um, that's on, I believe that's on Tubi. I think it's on, um, I want to say it might be on Prime. I don't know. Don't quote me on that last one, but I definitely know it's on Tubi. So you know you're going to have some ads, but I'm telling you now, so you can watch it in enough time to link up with us later. But in the meantime, when Bones does drop, our July 
Park Guide has done a job, and um, I think I will hold that in a little bit until next week, and we'll disclose that. So you guys can come follow us on our IG, D180 Podcast. Make sure that you keep yourself up to date. Click on the Park theme highlights. You can see everything we got going there. You can also see all the episodes that we have from the past on whatever streaming option you listen to, whether that be Spotify, iTunes, Deezer, Google, Apple Play, whatever it's called. I think I just made that name up. No, Deezer is a real thing. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know that was a thing, but apparently we're on it, whatever that is. Somebody's listening on Deezer. (laughs) But if you ever have a movie or a theme that you would like to see covered on the show, you can hit us up at destination180podcast at gmail.com. Just write survivor submission in the tagline and then go ahead and tell us what you want to hear. If you just want to give us feedback, you can use that same email to do so as well. Lastly, please leave us a review wherever you listen because that helps us get in the eyes of other people. Yes, please. And y'all know how the world works. Everything works on the algorithm. So the more y'all comment on our stuff, leave us reviews and things, we'll be fine. We'll be hooked up. And speaking of, we just got another review and I'm going to read it real quick. Uh, This one, I hate that I can't see the full title, but it's okay. It says, these ladies help me understand the horror genre on a whole new level. Complete with detailed backstories of how these films came out. They helped me shape my understanding of these films. I'm new to the genre. Happy to have D180 as a guide. Plus the show's theme song is addicting. And that's from Zeus Legard. Thank you. Thank you. Really, I'm I'm not going to stunt. That theme song do slap though. I know y'all hear it in the back. (laughs) Cause I ain't, look, listen, listen. Cause y'all know. My boyfriend, BJ, he created the theme song for us. When I told him, I said, I basically just like um, want something, a little trap, a little twerk, but make your final destination and scary. And he gave us all of that. So I guess we should let the beat ride out and let y'all get y'all a little twerk on. Cause I know I be- BJ. <laughs> Thanks, baby. Um, we gonna link up with y'all next week. Make sure y'all get y'all stuff together. Watch Bones so we can talk about it because I'm gonna have a lot to say. And if you haven't seen it, I think you will really enjoy it. So, um, ready to peace out, girl? Ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. We'll see you soon, survivors. Bye, y'all. Bye.